Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, guys. Good morning, guys. It is a uh, Wednesday night for us. Thursday morning for you guys. We got home from Bible study, and it was a fun Bible study. It was. A lot of interactive interactivity. I don't know if that's a word, but um. Interact. Interactive. Interactivity. Interaction. Interaction. So we've been going through the story of Joseph, and and it's been really good. There's so many different things that stand out, you know, as you just kind of take your time and read it. And powerful, powerful story. Yeah. You know, I, I think it's one of the most powerful. I mean, I know, like Sharon, you've been wanting to tackle it on a devotional, but remember, I was like, man, that's too much. It's too much. Mm-hmm. You know, and I didn't want to cheapen it by putting it in like a devotional, but I think doing the Bible study, I mean, we today, today was part seven, so seven weeks. Yeah. And it's probably going to end next week. So eight weeks to just the the, the, the story of Joseph. Yeah. You Which know? is a very small portion of Genesis. Yeah, but a it... Very small portion. I, I'm glad that we stretched it out. Like, I don't even like preaching the sermon on it because you have to do a sermon series if you're really, really, like, yeah. there's so much. It's rich. You know mm. what I really, really loved? Um, I love the, the part that you had actually hadn't really even noticed when he actually went back and wanted to be buried next to Leah. Yeah. Yeah. I. You know what? I never caught that. Never caught that. Like. You? That is huge. Yeah. That is that is huge because what, what that does is that it, it, it sends a message if you really think about it because a lot of the times we miss. We miss so much in life sometimes that we, we don't see what's in front of us. A lot of the mm-hmm. times, you know, and um, it's almost like there, there was a, a, he he obviously missed the mark, you know, and, and there was almost like a, I'm not going to say, maybe it's the regret, a regret, could mm-hmm. regret be the word? Um, I, I think it's everything. I, I, I know some people are probably lost. I want to, can I set the stage? You know what? Quick? Set the stage because actually, let's talk about that, yeah? Because yeah? um, sto- it's going to go somewhere, guys. Yeah, and the story of Joseph, his dad was Jacob. And basically, Jacob ran away from his family because he cheated his brother. And he went to this new land and he saw this young woman. He's like, oh man, I want to marry her. So um, he tells the dad, hey, you know, I want to marry your daughter. And he's like, sure, um, work for me for seven years, then I'll give her to you. He worked for seven years. And you know how the old veil, you know, you can't really see who it is under. Um, when he's waiting for his wedding night, he marries the woman with her, her veil still on. And once the nuptials are made, whatever, the vows, realizes it wasn't even the one he wanted. It was the older sister. And the Bible actually said that she wasn't that great looking. And he's like, hey, man. I worked seven years for this daughter. And the dad goes, hey, man, in our tradition. You marry the older one. Yeah, we marry the old. You can't marry the younger one until the older one's married. 
So I married you to the older one, the one he didn't love, the one he didn't desire. Let's use that word. The one he didn't desire. He married the one he did not desire. Yeah. He desired the other one. But, you know, in that tradition, they could have multiple wives. So he says, I'll tell you what, work seven more years and I'll let you marry this one now. So he had a second marriage marriage, and got the one he really wanted, the one he desired. And then he had to work for seven years more. So 14 years, right? Anyways, in the span of time, he was trying to make a baby with the one he loved, the one he desired. No babies. But the other one, the one he didn't like, the one he didn't love, she kept getting pregnant. And every single time she would have a boy, she would say, maybe my husband will love me now. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Another boy. She was, maybe the Lord will bless me and my husband will love me now. So all her life, she fought for the attention of her husband. And the whole time, he wanted the other one. So that was a very, even, and then even the kids grew up knowing that dad loved the other one, not mom. Yeah. And that brought a lot of problems, guys. Brought a lot of tension. So I think that's enough, right, to set the stage of what mm-hmm. happened in the end. Yeah. So Jacob is now 140-something years old. And he tells his sons, when I die, because he was about to die. He literally died after he after this speech mm-hmm. he prayed for them blessed his children gave them blessings and then he says when i die bury me with leah the one that he didn't desire so anyways I, i'm not sure where you're going with it but that's kind of setting the stage for it he ended up being requesting to be buried with the one he did desire you know i think it was um I think it was just uh, you bringing that up at the end. The fact that even you had missed it. I think a lot of us missed it. I never caught that. Yeah. I think a lot of us don't don't catch that because it's... We're, we're always so caught up into the beautiful story. Joseph. Yes. We, we get caught up into the, the wonderful stories, the beautiful things. And, to, um, and sometimes we don't catch the the simplicity of things or the things that don't seem um that are that are no big deal you know or anything we don't read in between the lines sometimes and sometimes we got to pay more attention you know to to the details um because those little things are actually big things because from there came the tribe of judah So Leah, the one he ignored all her life, she had a son named Judah. Mm -hmm. And out of that son Judah, later came King David. Yes. And out of King David, later came Jesus. Came the Messiah. So the wife he desired was not the one God intended for him. So it wasn't that he was tricked by his stepdad. It was, that was God's plan. Yeah. God meant for Leah to be married to him. The one he considered ugly because out of her was greatness. Think about it. Out of her came the king. Yeah. And and I find it sad, honestly. It was sad the fact that he said, bury me with Leah because it's almost like, I I, I hate to say it, but little, too little, too late. Mm -hmm. 
This poor woman, who knows? I hope he redeemed her. I hope in old age he came to her and said, you know what? I was so wrong in the way I treated you. I hope, but what if she died all the time? The whole, she spent her whole life desiring love from her husband. And now that she's dead and gone and dust and bones, now he says, bury me next to her. Do you know, do you, women, this is something for you guys. And I want you guys to understand this and I want you to see this. You know, Leah, out of rejection, out of not being loved, and not out of feeling the rejection out of all of that came greatness. Out of, Tama out of Tamara, the same thing. Mm -hmm. Out of, you know, out of reject being rejected, not being loved, and all of that, which was uh, Judah's daughter-in-law. She went through rejection. She went through shame. She went through being ridiculed. She went through not being loved. Came. You know, greatness. greatness. I, I want you guys to to understand all of this. That out of hurt and pain and rejection and all of that came greatness, came our Messiah. And I just want you to to just see that. And that's why when when today when David said that to me, that was the first thing that popped into my head and popped into my heart I said oh my god out of rejection and out of unlove and out of all of that and seeing a lot of us we walk around and we miss the mark and we we feel unloved and we feel rejected and we feel all these ways but we don't realize that out of all of that is going to come greatness and sometimes we have to be so broken and we have to go through some really, really hard things for greatness to be born, for greatness to come out of it. And, you know, and, and it left me with that. I left feeling that, yeah. you know, because it made me think about even myself. I said, man, I said, I had to be broken. I had to be, I had to be shattered into pieces. For greatness to come out of me. You know? Yeah. And it's like, man, so you have to be shattered and broken and rejected. And you have to sometimes, we have to be be placed into pieces in order for us to be put back together by greatness. You know, guys, I'm going to speak to the men. There's a lot of men. You look at the women at work. You look at women everywhere else. And you always think the grass is greener on the other side. And you ignore the very person that is there. You know, and um, not realizing you're searching for love. And the whole time, what you were searching for is right there at home. Right there. You know, and I think that. We need to learn from Jacob. Jacob chased someone else, but the whole time the one God had planned was the one that was there. It was, it, it's a sad story, guys, because even when her firstborn grew up, 
Because when, when she had the firstborn, she named him Reuben, and she blessed God, saying, maybe my husband will love me now. Mm-hmm. Later on, when Reuben is, is a young adult, or maybe he's a teenager or a young man, even he was trying to win his dad's heart for his mom. I'll tell you why. Because in the scripture, there was these plants called mandrakes, you know, and he basically picked those plants because it was like an aphrodisiac. It was like to hopefully, aphrodisiac is basically to make somebody desire somebody else. And he picked them hoping he would give them to his dad. So maybe his dad would desire his mom. So even he got brought into, into this drama of trying to win his dad for his, his mom. His dad for his mom. That's all they wanted. So it was a very redeeming point. And, and, and I hope in glory that, that Leah was able to know that Jacob said, I want to be buried with her. You know, and, and um, it's a man. Some of these Bible stories, guys, you gotta. I think sometimes we read them like they're just one dimensional people. These are real people that really felt pain, really loved, really hurt, really cried, really desired. In the same way, in the same way you desire, you desire to be loved, you desire. The same way when you read about Jacob or Rebecca or Isaac or. Esther, you know, these are real people with real emotions. That's why people say, man, how do you preach like that, Pastor? I'm like, because these are real people. Yeah. These are, if, if you realize they're real people, then you can preach in a way or teach in a way where it captivates the hearts of the men and women listening. You know why? Because you're able to... You're able to put yourself mm-hmm. in their shoes. Um, and I think if you're able to put yourself in someone's shoes and, and just imagine yourself in that position, it's really like, what would you do? You mm. know, what would you do in that situation if that was you? Like realistically, you know, and and you can only imagine what it was like by reading it, like what that was really truly like, you know, and, and man, it's, it's heartfelt. Mm -hmm. Um, it really truly is. And then now you, 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 you take, you take the, the stories, um, that took place in the Bible and you make it relevant to the times now of what you're going through in life and you really relate it to what you're going through it really isn't different guys yeah the only difference is maybe the the clothes that we're wearing um the jewelry the 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 material items that we have may be a little bit different but the circumstances you know the situations or something may be not much different it's just our appearance and certain things and the times, the sign of times that are different. But guys, it's not much different, guys. Yeah. It really isn't. The emotion, the, the feeling and all of that, it's still the same, guys. I always say, and I probably said it a few times in these devotionals, you know, a lot of times we go through 
life and uh, we get sad or we get depressed or we, you know, sometimes we ignore people. Sometimes, anyways, this is what I say. I say, go drive by a cemetery, any cemetery, and look at the rows and rows and rows of, of what are they called? Stones or mm-hmm. is that what they're called? Headstones. Headstones. Each one of those headstones was a person. At one point, that person was alive like you and I, and they laughed, and they joked, and they cried. They felt rejected. They felt pain. They felt pain. They triumphed. They were excited. They giggled. Somebody kissed them. Somebody hugged them. They hugged somebody. They loved them. And now, there's a headstone. And that's the reality of it. So what are you doing with your time here? Because the Bible says that life is but a vapor. You know, there's somebody in your life that maybe you're ignoring them. So now that they're gone, now you're every weekend at their headstone crying. You know, my dad always says something to us, to us boys. It was I didn't have sisters. It was just me and my three brothers. He always says this. He says, buy your mom flowers now while she's here. Because don't you dare buy flowers when she's gone if you never buy them for her when she's here. You know, and um, that's, that's just true. It's true, you know. Um, you know, there was a, a long time in, in, in my life, the last few years, where it was really hard financially. You know, it's hard to go buy a dozen roses or whatever, you know, and, you know, like, I know my wife likes flowers, you know, and I'm not too fond of flowers, to be honest with you, and I think I use that as an excuse and financial to to not buy flowers all the time, you know, and, um, I want to repent of that. I want to change that. You know, the other day, you know, we were getting flowers for the church and I was looking at these other ones and I forgot what you said about those. You're like, you really like them, these. Mm -hmm. But I think there wasn't other ones because she thought, because I had said, let's buy flowers for all the women at the church. And I was trying to figure, figure out which ones she liked without Asking her which one she liked. And I forgot. I don't even know what happened. How did you end up like... I don't know. Do you remember? I don't even... No, I just said no. Not those. And I said because I... I said not those. And I said, you know, maybe they're too... Too vintage or something for the church. Or yeah. something like that. And, you know... But I said, do you like those? Or something... I, I said I. I said I love that style. I said I really love those. You know. And then you saw me grab them. And then, and then you said, "Yeah, you grabbed those." And then I seen another one, and the one of them was broken, and the girl took them from you. And so you, you said, "So do you like those?" And I said, "Yeah, those are those are those are nice." And I said, "But all the women should have the same color roses." Yeah, that's what I said. I said all the women should have the same. You know, you can't have different ones, and there's no more. Those are the only ones there is. And so and you said, "Do you like them?" And I said, "Yeah." 
And he said, well, they're for you. I said, these are the ones I'm picking for you. <laughs> you know, Which I got very surprised, guys, because I'm not used to him buying my buying me flowers and you know I, I love roses and I love flowers and I'm not used to that so I did get very surprised and then I picked some for my mom you know uh like I would always get her like carnations if like two or three carnations or something because I don't have money You know, but God has blessed me and I picked a dozen roses for my mom. They were beautiful too. You know, and, um, you know, like my dad said, he goes, always get flowers when people are here, when they can enjoy them. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to be a Jacob. And and treat my wife bad. And if she goes before I do, then I'm just like, oh, bury me next to her. You know, <laughs> like, that doesn't mean I don't want to do that. You know, we want to we wanna enjoy the people in our lives now. Because the cemetery is full of people. That would love to take all the complaints we make all day long, complaining about this, complaining about that. You do, don't you think they would trade for a second for all your problems? <laughs> we complain, we have problems, we do this, we do that. You know what? You make the best of it, man. Yep. You make the best of it. And that's what you do. There's no time to just whine and cry about stuff because you know what? Any one of those people would trade you in a second. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to complain about being stuck in traffic? You know how many of them will trade? They'll be like, hey, I would love to be st stuck in traffic again. You want to trade for my plot for your traffic jam? You know, today I think we went to, um, we went to go stand in a, in a two-hour two line, a two-hour long line with his parents today for an appointment and you know, somebody somebody was complaining about it. Yeah. And, you know, and he left. And we were like, we made the best of it. We went to go. We came. We ran back home. We grabbed two chairs. And we sat his mom on one of the chairs. And we sat there with him. We didn't leave. You know, we sat and we sat. We stood around and we just, we just waited with him. And we sat them down on chairs. <laughs> And we brought them a little blanket and and got them a protein bar and you know what? We just sat around with them. Mm -hmm. Because you know what? You make the best of things, guys. You know? You know, we be patient and we don't complain and we just we just wait. Yeah. That's what we do. We just make the best of things. So guys, Wednesday night is usually our shortest video because we do get home late after doing um uh, the bible study mm -hmm. you know so it's usually it's our shorter so we're pretty much gonna wrap it up we just wanted to say a little bit of something 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 and here we are and something something yeah. we did you know i'm not sure what i'm gonna title it i gotta think about it but obviously by the time you watch this there's gonna be a title on it but hopefully this has you ponder and has you think today about life about your life 
the fact that millions of people have been here and they're gone now. And it's just our turn. And pretty soon it'll be somebody else's turn. Don't miss the mark. Yeah. Don't miss the mark, guys. Sometimes, don't be a Jacob. Yeah, don't miss the mark, guys. Sometimes we're we're too busy looking, you know, for, for the greener grass, like he mm -hmm. said. And we miss the mark because instead of tending to our own grass, we want to tend to the grass, the greener grass, you know, mm -hmm. and we can just tend to our own grass. You know why the grease is the grease? <laughs> the grass is greener. Why the grass is greener over there? Because maybe you're watering there. What happens if you water what you have? Oh, you might have some nice green grass. So. You just might. Alrighty. Alright, bye guys. We love you guys. Have a good morning. Bye. Bye. Enjoy your coffee.